<sighs> well, you know I had to come to this. Today, the internet sort of semi-blew up because a certain game author slash snake oil hustler dropped an article on a specific website uh, catered to black men about incels and misogyny and just a whole lot of ad ad hominem attacks, shaming tactics, building up straw men to knock them down. You know how they go. What's sad is this was supposed to be a red pill, then they termed themselves brother pill and the black man's red pill and all the sorts of things that this group had uh, pigeonholed themselves into their own little sector had called themselves. They even tried to consolidate on the, they're the voice of the American black man on the YouTube slash podcasting sphere. Yeah, I'm going to let y'all digest that for a second. No disrespect. These brothers all have considerable followings. May have made money on Amazon writing books. On their own websites with books. And launching websites. Podcasts. You know, they, they, they put in the work. And I'm not going to take that away from them. But if they're swinging their big sticks around based off their followings. Would, wouldn't... Having millions of followers make you a black male authority? Uh, Blasphemous HD, Tyrone Magnus. These brothers that particularly don't dabble in politics or black women, black men relationships or interracial dating or any of the other crap that people are arguing about or my community. Those people, the, the hoteps, they don't dabble in any of that shit. These dudes literally review video games and movies that come out in regards to particular nerd culture. And they combined, I know, three or four well-known black men, you know, Blasphemous, Tyrone, Slicing Rice, a couple of other, these guys, Oxon. You combine those three brothers, you're talking about somewhere around five to ten million followers. Now, uh, if you're going to say you speak for all black men, I, I, I would need you to have some type of following like that because you are proclaiming that you speak for maybe a billion people. There might be a billion black males on the planet. I think they're a close to maybe 500 million. Our population on the earth isn't that high, but that's neither here nor there. Let's get back into these shaming tactics. One of the new things that the feminists are doing is uh, throwing that word incel around. As if that's supposed to be a slap in the face that some guy's a virgin. Now, I mean, it's a stupid group. If I will dive into the incel thing for a second. There's this thing, another thing called TFL, True Force Loneliness. And uh, them and incels, if y'all got some type of job, you got your paper, ain't no woman in your life controlling your money. Brothers or white guys that are a part of them groups. Just buy a fucking passport. I'm going to curse. Just buy a fucking passport. And take your ass to Thailand, the Philippines, the Dominican Republic. I wouldn't recommend Eastern Europe. It's probably not safe. Um, There's a few places you can go. You can go to Spain. You can go to Portugal. And, yeah, I won't openly advocate for the purchase of sex from a sex worker. But, um... 
when in when in Rome, as they say, you gonna go out there and do what you gotta do. There's no reason to fucking be a virgin, hang on to that title, join a group online and bitch incessantly. Which is essentially what the red pill is, but they are have put themselves on a pedestal and just kind of spit piss and shit from that pedestal on other men, and that's why I have to address their shaming tactics. Now, I compiled a short list, it's just five of these tactics. Now, number one, for most of these times, you're going to run into shaming taxes. This dude's always going to call your sexuality into question. And there's a lot of angles they take with this. It's a bunch of bullshit, to be honest. The first thing they're going to do is talk about how you either aren't getting enough pussy or pussy that you like. You're sexually frustrated. When that doesn't work, they'll probably just call you gay. And... There's not much more to say about that. It's it's out of the female playbook. Now that men in the red cuck pill sector are using it, it's a bit, it's tired. I'm sorry, that shit is played out and whack. Now, another one is calling your physical appearance into, you know, oh, you look like this or you look like that. Like, as I've stated, my, you don't, my face isn't on this podcast, but I do audio because I'm a fucking three out of ten. There you go. You got my looks. But there's a lot of men that have anonymous social media plot profiles, maybe because they like to openly discuss MGTOW. Being MGTOW and openly discussing it, you do need to be anonymous. You don't want your professional life to come in jeopardy because you discuss MGTOW. A lot of those guys remain anonymous for that fact. I don't blame them at all. There are a lot of anonymous YouTubers with considerable followings. Uh, essentially just have sketched. There's a couple of guys I follow, like Bearing. He's literally some big Australian guy with a cartoon bear. There was a guy, Grade A Under A, I think out in the UK. That guy has 2.5 or 3 million followers. And it's literally a doodle that he put on a notebook. And that's his emoji profile. Anyway, the reason I bring up anonymous profiles is if these dudes who use these female shaming tactics don't get a picture of you, they will start to be like, you must be ugly or you must live in your mom's basement. And that's why I don't get a picture of you. It's kind of, no, it's almost goes back to shaming tactic number one, because I'm like, why do you need to confirm another man's physical appearance to prove any point? Uh, nobody's appearance needs to be made to prove a point. Sorry. It has nothing to do with anything. It's a appeal to sophistication. It's an emotional, emotional manipulation. And there you're, you, all you're going to do with knowing any person's physical appearance, unless they're a fucking supermodel that you've seen on TV, there's going to be flaws. You're going to isolate, consolidate on those flaws and try to knock that person down without even knocking their argument down. So you're just childish. I don't need somebody's physical appearance to prove them wrong. I just need to take their words and make them look stupid. Just like I'm taking what you're doing and making it look stupid. So don't fall for that shit, fellas. But we're going to go ahead. Moving on to number three. The third training tactic they're going to use is they're going to start talking about their own success and their money. They, it's call back to the first episode with the crappy audio and my voice sounding weird. And this, uh, it's going to be a long time before I get this down, so bear with me, guys. They will start to cite their success. They'll literally like pull up their resume and be like, my bank account says X. My house is X. My amount of cars is X. I have this. I have that. 
And again, all that is, is it's kind of like peacocking and why you as the so-called red-pilled alpha males peacock to other men. Yeah, digest that. I won't even... I'm just going to go to number four. Y'all digest that, that dudes are out here peacocking to other dudes to prove themselves more masculine. Yeah, this is where we're at, man. Sad. Just digest that. All right. Moving on to shaming tactic number four. And this is not the final, but it, it it's almost one of the most used and they will start to call your family members or your mom, or they'll just call to, like a lot of black men have to deal with it, being reminded that their mother is black. So they try to appeal to, your love for your mother should be applied across all black women. Uh, particularly, this might be exclusive to minority communities, so bear with me white guys on this one. But it's the most commonly used one. They're going to pull out, yeah, your mom is this or that. They'll insult her, maybe. They'll say derogatory stuff about her. There was even um, a YouTuber named Tommy Sotomayor, not to name drop, but uh, I, I already did. He was dealing with something that I've actually dealt with. People stealing pictures of his children, uh, putting them in porn, sex op- sexual position, just really egregious, uncalled for, over the line, like by 30 miles. They, they, they saw that line sprinted it took a flight and they just kept going and they're just well wait just too far over the line please leave children out of this if you're a red pillar listen to this and just flag my podcast and leave children out of this please but yeah number four boils down to just taking the appearance of your family or if you're married or you got a girl or you're a MGTOW and your ex-wife and whatever that is a to take the appearance of those around you because that's kind of how this they, they build up they build themselves up and they knock you down. And that's the entire antithesis of their shaming tactics. They they got themselves on this level in their heads. And they're trying to put that in your head. So they'll put the image in your head of like them standing on this mountain of money with a bunch of tens draped over their arms. And you with your ugly mom and your ugly wife or no wife and no money in your mom's basement. They particularly love to refer to Cheetos. Um, free plug. There you go. Cheetos, the, uh, I guess, cheese-flavored uh, carb-filled, really not good-tasting potato chips that are pretty popular, probably only in America. Maybe some in Asia. I've seen them in Asia. So that, that's their thing. So they, they imagine that you are in a basement full of Cheeto dust and you're fat and you have no girl and your mom, you live with your mom and they're just this rich guy sleeps them with bags of money in the pillowcase and who's surrounded by tens, which none of that is true for a lot of people. I don't know how many grown-ass men are living in basements. Let's be fucking real. All right. And number five, it's not the most common. It's not the worst of all of them, but honestly, it's just for me personally, it's it's one that I, 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 I block you. I don't argue with this. I unfollow anybody. Like, a person could have 95% ideas, thoughts, and their content could be completely geared to what I like and what I want to hear and the stuff I agree with. But this 5% stuff of number five that they fall into, that's where I'm like, all right, I'm done with this dude. Unfollowed, no Patreon support, no social media likes. I'm off. I'm blocking them on everything. I'm unfollowing them on everything. 
And number five is them using and the fifth and the final segment I apologize for that cutting out like that all of a sudden I had to really go do my research and put this one together well but there's really not a whole lot that goes into this. This last one is just the general name calling. You're going to run into this all the time. And it's kind of covered in one through four. But I'm going to go more in depth with the uh, questions of your manhood. Now, these, this fifth one is pretty much going to be, you're a weak man. You're not man enough. A real man does this. A real man does that. I'm going to keep this short. So that's pretty much it. That's one of the worst ones because a lot of guys really do fall for that. In Back to the Future, you remember when that bully would go to Marty and be like, are you chicken? Yeah, that that shit, that tired old bullshit. How long has that been around? Forever? Uh, I mean, even the military probably used that, in, historically speaking, to get young men to go and die on that hill when they didn't need to die on that hill. And that's my issue with these cuck pillars jumping down everybody's throats because they don't want to give them Patreon money, essentially. What it is is they go, they're going at MGTOW's throat because they don't want to give them Patreon money for their snake oil. That's all it is. It's snake oil. There's a trillion one pieces of game out there. You don't need to go to any individual in the Negro Man of Spear or DPUA or YouTube dating coach or anybody on Amazon with a book. You could... Go, I don't know, listen to Like Us 101. I mean, the game is a muscle in a lot of ways. Not only should you be working out your physical muscle and your mental muscles and your financial muscles, but your social muscles need a lot of exercise. And I won't go too much into detail because I'm not trying to be no fucking PUA my damn self, but here's some game. Just a little nugget. Anybody and everybody could do this. Learn to socialize with human beings. Then move on to social interactions that are over a few minutes. You start off in a minute and just kind of increase. It's literally like working on a muscle or doing cardio for the first time. You're not going to be able to sprint a mile right away. After you can comfortably communicate with people for over a few minutes. And make sure that these people are complete strangers. After a couple of weeks of that, because I think you should work on this on a daily basis. Just work on your interaction with strangers. You should start to modify your game or your conversational skills to that small talk and making people laugh. Now, you can get books and look at YouTube and figure out ways of just how to be funny and learning different comedy uh, tactics and different ways to deliver jokes or just to make people laugh. Figure out how to make people laugh to be a you know more charismatic alluring person be be somebody that people are comfortable to be around and they smile when they're around you you know you can build that in yourself and after that honestly just continue to work on that comedy game with the gender or types of people you're attracted to i mean this is universal gay men can use this on other gay men lesbian for lesbian trans on trans straight on you know men and women women on men and once you're able to comfortably communicate with, with uh, you know, the, the mates that you desire, learn to be outcome independent. 
Outcome independence is important across all walks of life. You need to be able to apply for jobs that you can't get, but just keep trying. I remember back when I was in the market, I would fill out 60, 70 applications, get two callbacks, one interview, and get hired. And I was happy. So I basically went one for 70. You know what I'm saying? And the game is a lot like that. You might go one for one for 60. But learn to be outcome independent. Learn that, okay, these, these interactions didn't go well. What could I do different? You know what I'm saying? You can pick little things up like that and just keep practicing. It's a lot of... It's like working out. You got to get in the gym every day. You're not going to be able to bench 350. You got to start out at 175. So, that, yeah, that's all. And I don't really have to go too much back into the shaming tactics. If you're an adult, don't get don't get hooked on to that bullshit. Don't fall for it. You can simply respond to that by, really? That's all you got? Shaming tactics? Really? That's all you got? Name calling? Yeah. And I'm going to leave it on this. A real man don't fall for that bullshit. Peace.